0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another podcast, the My Scotts Valley podcast. It is just past New Year's Day. In fact, it's January 3rd, 2020. And, you know, i kind of surprised that there wasn't a big deal made out of the fact that we just entered into a whole new decade. And for some reason, you know, like every decade, they make a big deal out of it. And this year was like, eh, it's just 2020 coming up. So hope you guys uh, and hope you gals all had an incredible New Year's and also a great holiday season. I know I had a great holiday season. In fact, my um, my belt will say I had a great holiday season because I got to tell you, you, know they talk about people gaining weight during the holiday season, and some people say ah they gain like five, six, seven, ten pounds, and some other people say no, that's not true. Factually, there's been reports going on that say that you only gain like two pounds. Forget that. I, I think I gained ten pounds <laughs> during this holiday season doing nothing but having some great food, um, you know, just just had a great time. And um, I'm regretting it now. But at the time, I had an awesome December, spent a lot of time with family and friends all over, really visited family up north, uh, took a couple of trips out of the area, and just had a great time with the whole entire family. Something I haven't done in a long time was take a almost an entire month off of December. I did, I did do a little work um, Um, here and there, but for the most part, um, it was kind of nice. So I hope you all had an opportunity to um, really spend time where you wanted to and with the people you wanted to, and that you are ready for a great 2020. On today's podcast, we're going to be talking about some of the top things and top stories and really the hot topics of 2019 on the My Scotts Valley Facebook page, in addition to in and around town. And, and you know, they kind of go in hand in hand because we got almost 20,000 followers now on the My Scotts Valley Facebook page. And I know we got like, what, 12,000 people in, in, in actually Scotts Valley. And then, of course, we got a lot of followers that are in the surrounding areas. But You know, you get to kind of get a feel for what are the hot topics when you see more posts that are engaging people, talking more about certain things. And and that's a great thing about um, uh, social media and the bad things sometimes. If you want to talk about something, man, there's a lot of people wanting to talk about it. And uh, there was no shortage of that in 2019, Let's just get to it. What are some of the hot things and people that we're talking about? First, I'll tell you some of the top videos. I'll tell you the top three videos that were... um Really kind of that were viewed more than anything else. If you recall, just a couple, three months ago, probably a couple months ago, there was a mama mountain lion that was caught and tagged uh, here in the Scotts Valley area um, off of La Madrona up in that area. And it was a beautiful, beautiful cat. And it had been uh, caught and and they had to tag it. And they do that because they want to make sure that they can keep track of all the mountain lions, pumas, whatever you want to call them. They, they want to keep track of them. And this one, it appeared to have been a mama mountain lion. So it had some cubbies waiting around for it somewhere. So that was kind of cool. But here's what's crazy about it. 832,000 people watched that video. Which really, to me, is really indicative of what and where we live. There are so many people that are so in love with the great outdoors, so in love with the area that we live in, wildlife. And I think that if you live in the Scotts Valley area, SLV area, and even Santa Cruz area, but mostly Scotts Valley, SLV, because we have so many mountains here, I think if you live here, you're used to and you really appreciate the wildlife that exists out there. Now, unfortunately, along with that wildlife, every once in a while, you get some of that uh, um situations where you know we 've lost pets to the wildlife i've done i 've lost pets to wildlife and and it 's truly a heartbreaking situation. It really is, but we gotta remember that we all have to be able to live and coexist with each other and when you live in the mountains like we do here in the Scotts valley area you know it's it's it 's just one of those things that happen you hate it to happen to you i 've had it happen twice. Since I've lived here, we've lost two different cats in the 23 years that I've lived here. Um, So it's tough. It's never, ever easy. Um, But it's one of those things that that's where we live and we have to understand it and we have to respect it and we all have to coexist. So to have 832,000 people, uh, a reach of that amount of people and watch that short video, which was actually sent to me by Corbett Wright, a good friend of mine. Um, because this happened really close to his home. To have this happen and have so many people watch shows me who lives here, shows me the people who live here, they love it here. They love the interaction that we have with the wildlife. And you know what else they do? They respect it and that's pretty cool I really dig that I think that's pretty awesome so that was the number one without a doubt the number one most watched video uh, of 2019 on the my Scotts Valley Facebook page and numbers two through five and this is another one that's indicative so the number two three four and five videos that were watched were real estate property videos and that also tells me something else and that is I think we have like three out of four people who live in Scotts Valley are actually homeowners so people want to know what their homes are worth, and then there's a lot of people who want to move to the area, and they come to our Facebook page. In addition to all the different uh, uh, websites that exist out there, but they come to our website, our our Facebook page to find out what's happening in Scotts Valley. And when we have listings, when I have a listing that that I put on the market, you know, I also take advantage of the fact that we have a large reach, so I do post it on the My Scotts Valley Facebook page. And interestingly enough, number two, three, four, and five most popular videos were. Real estate videos, because people want to know what's happening with the real estate market. People love seeing houses. That's why people watch HGTV all the time. HGTV is one of the, you know most successful brands out there and most watched television. People love seeing properties. They they just something about you know seeing a beautiful home and seeing a video of it and walking through it. I, I people enjoy it and appreciate it. So it was surprising, but in many ways, wasn't surprising to me to see that. So what was the most watched video in uh, a property video in Scotts Valley? That was the property of 630 Coast Range Drive. It had about 44,000 views. That's crazy, right? Beautiful property in its own right. And that's a property in Sky Park that just got 44,000 views. But there were a lot of videos that we had that had 10, 15,000 views by people who live here in the Scottsville and surrounding areas and people watching it all the way from Silicon Valley and beyond. So when I talk real estate on occasion, and I try to keep that to the minimum on our Facebook page, every once in a while you get people to say, oh, we don't want to hear about real estate. It, they, that's not what we want. Well, actually people do. Three out of four people, as I said, are homeowners in Scotts Valley. So that's a, that means that you know, three out of four people that live here own their homes that they live in. And that's another reason why rents are so expensive, because there's a very few amount of rental properties. Only 25% of the properties that are in the Scotts Valley area are non-owner occupied. So there you have it. It's the law of supply and demand. So the next most popular video was actually a really cool story, and I really dug this one. And this is by the Scotts Valley Middle School. Uh, there was a, a Nationwide Custodian of the Year Award, and uh, Scotts Valley Middle School had uh, uh, nominated Aristeo Flores, who, who was with uh, Scotts Valley Middle School, as a custodian, and they nominated him, and he got such a huge support, such a huge following for that particular um, contest. He won. He won. Almost 10,000 people watched that video of him being presented with the award at the middle school. Pretty awesome. I mean, it, I thought it was pretty cool. And if you meet Irish Flores, I met him and um, talked to him for a couple minutes. I didn't get talked to him too much because there was actually a lot of media there. The I think the all the local news station, I believe KIOA and KSBW were there interviewing him. And I'm just little, you know, Scotts Valley, my Scotts Valley. So I was kind of way back in the the back of the line and I didn't have time to really sit down and do a complete interview with him, but I really wanted to. But it was really cool to see the amount of people that supported this gentleman and all his hard work, super humble man, super beautiful family. His son got up and and spoke in the video. You can watch it. Just click on videos on the My Scotts Facebook page, and uh, you can scroll down. You can see his video. It was really neat to see his son talk about his dad, and got real emotional. But just a really neat thing, and I, I thought it was cool. It, it was he was like Joe Montana coming home. <laughs> you know how people, you know Joe Montana shows up at the uh, Levi Stadium, and everybody goes crazy and nuts. That's how people were with Ari Stale. and I thought that was pretty cool. It was great to see so much support for him. So that was the number six videos. Uh, video so number 1 mama mountain line 2 to 5 were real estate videos and i still came in at number 6. I'm not going to go through the other real estate videos cuz interestingly enough so many of them probably you know 7 or 8 out of 10 of the hottest videos were real estate videos. But let's talk about some top stories and some of the things that were talked about quite a bit this year. Um so much going on in our town. First and foremost, One of the hottest topics right now is the Kmart closure and people just wondering what is going on. What's going to happen when Kmart closes? What can we have in there instead of Kmart? Right. And the fact of the matter is that's a saga and a chapter that is yet to be closed. And we'll find out, I guess, at the end of uh, February but a lot of people are going to be impacted by the closure of Kmart. And there were a lot of people who are saying, gosh, you know, I want, to, I want to nominate a store to come in and, and uh, um, be in the Kmart shopping center. Uh, I want something going in. I want a Trader Joe's. I want, you know, whatever. I want, I want, I want, I want, I want. Well, nobody knows. And nobody has the answer yet as to what's going to happen with Kmart. Only Kmart does. And we're going to kind of at their mercy of, you know, what they're going to do. But here's the cool thing is the city of Scotts Valley actually are working to put together a plan. And I talked about this in a previous podcast. they are working to put together a plan where, you know, Derek Tim has been one of the guys that have been assigned. He's a city council member. He's been assigned to work with Kmart to see what they could put there. Because it's going to be a big hole to fill if Kmart doesn't uh, leave and something else comes in. Already now, as you're driving down Mount Hermon Road, when you see store closing in a big yellow sign, ugh, that does not look good. And it doesn't feel good either because of all the revenue that we're potentially going to lose if nothing else comes in there. Because if something else comes in there, then you don't have to worry about the revenue being lost. Something new will come in in its place and bring in revenue, maybe more revenue. But if nothing comes in, it's going to be a tough one. And I'm going to tell you, um, Trader Joe's has already said in the past, they don't want to come here. So I'm not sure what's going to go in there. Will Trader Joe's change their mind? They could. I'm going to tell you that Mount Hermon Road is like the second or third most traveled street in Santa Cruz County. People are going to SLV, San Lorenzo Valley, in addition to Scotts Valley. If I'm Trader Joe's or or a company like that, why wouldn't I want to put my business there? It's a great location, I think. A great place to put a nice venue, whether it's going to be a nice uh, store or some restaurant venues. Something like Abbott Square, where you have various different uh, restaurants that are all kind of in the same area. That'd be cool. But again, that's a chapter that has yet to be finished up. And we're going to definitely hear more about that um, throughout uh, 2020, I believe. But that was a super hot story. Another hot story, the housing developments, all these homes going up. And specifically, townhomes going up. There's a big development that went up. But really, Actually, really nice development off of Lundy. Uh, which is by the Water Treatment Center, um, by Hocus Pocus Park. That's a really neat uh, development that went up this year. Then you had the uh, Terrace in Scotts Valley, that development, which is like Kitty Corner from the Scotts Valley Middle School. And then you have the other one coming up, the Cove, um, which is being built right now, which is to the left of those uh, uh, of the Woodside development. So there's a lot of new homes that have been coming in. And then, of course, we still have those homes that are still trying to be sold Um, in Santa's Village, those townhouses that are uh, next to the freeway. So there's quite a bit of development that's taken place. And that was a big topic. A lot of people saying, gosh, we don't want any more housing. We're done with it. And we know that there's a lack of housing. We know that. But we also, I believe, have a right to express our opinion when we say enough is enough. We go to places, we live in an area because we don't want it to be bombarded with housing. We don't. If I wanted to live in an area that's bombarded with housing, I'd go back to San Jose. I'd live in San Francisco, although I don't know if I can afford San Francisco. It's pretty expensive. But I go to San Jose, Silicon Valley. That place is booming with housing. So when I hear people say, oh, you're being a nimby because you don't want homes in your neighborhood. That's not true. I, I The homes that are coming in the neighborhood. OK, we approve them. They're being built. I'm cool with that. It's done. Let's get them done and let's get them built and let's bring them some really neat families into the neighborhood. But I also love Scotts Valley because I get to have a little bit of space. There's nothing wrong with wanting a little bit of space. And I agree about the, the, there's a lot of NIMBYism that goes on in a a lot of different uh, venues, but we come to Scotts Valley because we want to live in an area that's, you know, we get a little free space. We don't want to be on top of each other and that's our Right. If we pay for the property or if we are renting a property here, we're paying a premium to be able to live like that. So whenever I hear people say, oh, you're being selfish, you don't want to, no, I'm not. Well, maybe I am being a little bit selfish and maybe the people of Scotts Valley are being a little selfish, but we have a right as human beings to have certain wants. We have a right, if we go to the beach, we have a right to go far away and have some privacy if that's what we want. We also have a right to, if we go to the beach, go hang out where everyone else is hanging out and partying and having a great time. Sometimes people want their privacy. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes people want their space. Sometimes they don't. So I get the whole housing thing. Me, I mean, I'm a real estate agent. I've been a realtor for 33, going on 34 years now. I understand the real estate part of the You know, more sales, I don't sell new developments. So um, even if I did, I live here. I'm vested in Scotts Valley. I love this area. I don't want to see us become another full of housing location. And that's okay for me to not want that. And that's okay for you to not want that. And here's what else is interesting. It's okay for you to want it. Because it's okay for all of us to have our own opinion on it, but this has been a big topic on the My Scotts Valley Facebook page, and people get really heated up about the whole housing situation. And I get it; everyone has a right to their opinion, as long as everyone's respectful. Everyone has a right to their opinion. I'm cool with that. Speaking of housing, another hot topic was a town center, and that was a flop. that That went away. That came and went. That wasn't a town center. That was a housing development sprinkled with a little bit of stores here and there. And I think the people of Scotts Valley saw through that and they're like, you know what? This is not what we want. This is not what we signed up for. Because that was a and that's been a big topic for many, many years. As every couple of years or so, you talk about it again. Let's bring in a, a town center. Well, this one didn't do too well. And I'm gonna tell you that I don't believe. That they try to cram it down our throats and say, this is what we really want in the beginning. I got to believe that the builders were looking at it and like thinking, how can we make this work? And I'm not going to fault the builders because everybody has to make a profit. They're not here to be philanthropists. They're not. They're builders. They're business people. But I think that they came in in the beginning and said, okay, we could do something cool, something really special. And they started crunching more numbers and crunching more numbers and deciding, you know what, gosh, I'm going to need more housing than I thought I was going to need. Ended up being quite a bit of homes that they were proposing, way too many homes, was not what we were looking for. And I hope it's not anything we ever consider in the future. you got the crown jewel of Mount Hermon Road, the second or third most traveled streets in the whole entire county. Why would you want to put housing there? And speaking of housing and hot topics, I'll tell you, Valley Gardens closed shop last year. Actually, 2018, late 2018. And they've talked about putting a house in development there. Is that going to happen? I don't know. I, I, You know, I hope not. I hope that something else uh, can be put together. I believe wholeheartedly that the owners of that development Or the owners of that property, if they're not making any money, they have a right to close. They do. They have a right to pursue another venue, which is within the same uh, guidelines of what their zoning is, which is open space. So if they can think of something else that preserves it as open space, I'm all for it. And I think most people would be all for it if it's something that preserves the integrity of what open space means. So I'm curious to see what's going to happen with that development. And we'll talk about that a little bit more as far as what trends to watch in 2020. But keep an eye on that. Another major hot topic, the PG&E power outages and the fears of the fires you know, that we had up north and down south. And it's a very real fear. It's a very real fear. And when we didn't have rain for a while and it was hot and it started getting windy the power was shut off to numerous places in Northern California by PG&E. And it wasn't the end of the world, but it was a huge inconvenience for a lot of people. There are people who need power for more than just watching television. There are people who need power for medical reasons, for other things going on that they need, that, are, that have to do with safety and their health. So it wasn't just an inconvenience. It was a tough situation for a lot of people. And unfortunately, I think we're going to see, and it's not something I think, it's something I've read. And pg and already told us this is not the first time or the last time that we're going to have these outages. Obviously, it wasn't the first time, but you know what I mean. So be prepared for the next few years to have power outages when we are in the wildfire season. But that was a huge topic that was talked about so much and one of the things that I try to do throughout the times that we had the um, um, power outages, try to inform everybody. And I really appreciate all of you who who's super just like stepped up and we're like, hey, we're going to come together on this. No, it's not the earthquake where it's life and death situation for a lot of people, although it could have been for some people. But we all stuck together and I appreciate all the information. That was pretty cool. I really, really appreciated that. And speaking of the earthquake, this year happened to be the 30-year anniversary of the Loma Prieta earthquake, which happened on October 17th, 1989. It was a 6.9 reading, and there was about 18,000 people commenting and talking about it and sharing and, and viewing that actual post, and that was one of the more popular posts of the year. The anniversary 30th anniversary. I can't believe it's 30th anniversary. My goodness. Man, I'm getting old. (laughs) Because I remember like it was yesterday when it happened. And uh, I remember. And this past year was a 30th anniversary. And here's what's interesting is. I don't know that we as a community, as a mountain community, as Scotts Valley, as SLV, uh, Santa Cruz, as California. I don't know that we're prepared for another one, as we should be. I don't know that we have learned our lesson for what happened and how to prepare better. I don't know that we have, right? I mean, have we? 30 years later, can you say you're prepared for a big earthquake if it comes to play? I don't know. So that's something we got to work on as a community, and we just got to think about, man, what do we need to do to be prepared? Because even as I'm... Doing this podcast last night, I'm doing this podcast January 3rd. Last night, there were a couple of earthquakes that uh, shook um, Scottsville a little bit. It wasn't major, but a little bit uh, in that time frame, there was also an earthquake in Southern California. So those things, you know, kind of happened close together. But are we ready for it? I don't know that we are. I don't think we are. And that's something we should probably approach and think about over the next uh Uh, In the future, maybe that should be a topic of 2020. How are we prepared for these type of things? These power outages helped me prepare. I went and got myself a generator. Hey, it'll be handy not just for power outages due to the wildfires, but anything else. It made me think I got to get more water. I got to just be more prepared. So we need to get more prepared, better prepared For what could happen, and a lot of people say eventually will happen, it's just a matter of when it's going to happen. And that is another big earthquake. And natural disasters happen. Wildfires. We have to be prepared. That was a big topic. The 30th anniversary and those wildfires and the outages. And another hot topic was the businesses that closed in Scotts Valley. That's kind of a bummer. Cafe Hannah. Seeing Cafe Hannah close was just a bummer. It really was. It was tough for me. I love the guys and gals there, you know, and I miss them. I miss going in there. Adeeb and Jamie Karam, they're just just great people. So I know the entire community is missing them. And maybe, hopefully, if we're all lucky enough, maybe they'll consider opening up another place somewhere in the area. I sure hope so. That'd be totally cool, wouldn't it? So we'll see what happens. So Cafe Hannah closed. Of course, Cafe Carlos closed. I think that was towards the end of uh, 2018. But I still feel like it was still a part of 2019 because, you know, I was still craving it and missing them. And uh, that was a tough one to see them close up. Um, Molly's closed towards the end of 2018 and it became a new place. And then it became another new place. I forgot now the name of I think it. Was I think it's Scotts Valley Cafe now. The other one, the one they first took over is like the cafe or I don't know. I forgot what the name of the first one was that took over Molly's. But now it's a Scotts Valley Cafe. A couple of great guys. uh, One of the kids, if not more than one of the owners, a former Scotts Valley Falcon. So that was cool to see. It was great to see a local open up their own business and pursue their dream. And it's a great place to eat. Great lunch, great breakfast. So check it out. It is Scotts Valley Cafe where Molly's Cafe used to be. Another hot topic of this year was the quest for more dining and entertainment values. Everybody wants more dining. And we've got some pretty good ones, whether it's Malone's, uh, Tudor's, Giotela's, which to me Giotela's is like, they just got it going on there. Their food is just pretty dock on amazing. You know, we got some great restaurants here, but I think people want more variety. So that was a big discussion. And I think that um, it'll continue to be a big discussion. As more people move in from Silicon Valley, people move out of here, you have more Silicon Valley Transplants wanting more dining experiences like the kind they have in Silicon Valley. Even Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz has some pretty good dining, pretty nice dining experiences, but not like a tremendous amount like you would think. I mean, they have some great places I've been to. I've been to some good ones. We've been to some good ones. But are we lacking more great dining experiences in Scottsville? Obviously, we are because a lot of people are talking about it. And you got to go with the majority. The majority are saying, yeah, we need more dining. And that was a huge topic. That was a big discussion for people saying, we just want more variety. And I get it. And I think as we continue to progress as a city, I think that you will see that more and more maybe in 2020 you'll see a couple more places come in there's a pasta shop that was supposed to open up um, by in the Safeway Shopping Center okay I, I believe that the hangar will be built and there'll be a couple of restaurants in there and that's what I'm going to talk about in terms of my trends for my trends to watch in 2020 but I think that there's going to be more stuff coming in as Scotts Valley begins to continues to grow and You know, more money's poured into the city by businesses. You'll see more restaurants coming in. It hasn't happened yet, but I think you'll see that more in 2020. I really believe that. You know what else was really cool in 2019 was the National Night Out when the Scotts Valley Police Department got together with uh, the fire district and a couple other organizations. But it was mainly the police department. They put together. The first national night out, and I know I've got a couple comments saying that they had a national night out maybe 30, 40 years ago. I don't remember. I wasn't here. but So I'm just going to say that they had the first one that just came in 2019. It was a great success, and it was great to see so many people from Scotts Valley just coming and seeing officers doing, you know, just talking one-on-one, hanging out with them, watching the canine do demonstrations. There's so many different things there was food, there was music, there were there were um, sodas and waters, and it was just a great time. I really enjoyed that, and I hope that they continue that next year and beyond, because I thought that was pretty cool to have all the community meet and gather and really enjoy the company of the Scotts Valley Police Department and also the Scotts Valley Fire District, among other local organizations. So good job, P.D., And I thought that was pretty cool. And I hope you guys continue to do that year in and year out. I thought it was a great one. So here's a couple of really cool ones. Speaking of, first of all, speaking of the Scotts Valley PD putting together that uh, National Night Out, Scotts Valley was actually ranked as a 16th safest city in California. How cool is that? We're the 16th safest city in California. That's huge. And you know what? I'm really proud of that. I'm really proud of it as a person who lives here, who's raising his family here, whose kids are here. I'm proud of that. I think that's pretty awesome. So I thought that was a big story. That was a huge one. And then the one of the most popular posts that we had of the year, <laughs> this one was cool. I laugh, and I'm not laughing. I'm just like, I'm smiling laughing because I think this is really cool, and that is Rick at Knob Hill retired, and he had like 11,000 people talking about it. <laughs> that guy was amazing, right? He was a great checker. He just did a great job. He really, really enjoyed the people that he worked with at Knob Hill. He retired, so congrats to Rick. But the reason why I mentioned that is because, A, I couldn't believe how much discussion, how many likes and, and shares there were on that particular link, and I really appreciated how much of an impact he had with the community. And the people that stood in his line for years upon years. And the guy was a legend. People loved him. He was a super nice guy. I got to meet him a few times when I went to Knob Hill. And I just thought that was a testament to somebody who really enjoys their job. And uh, really loves what they do. And it shows. So those are some of the top stories of 2019. What are some of the trends that we should be looking for in 2020? I kind of talked about this a little bit some new development, a visa. I think you're going to see and hear more of that potential development, which is the property to the right of sky park. As you drive into sky park, right before you go into the rec center, if you keep going to the right, there's that big, big, uh, area that has a lot of industrial in there. I think you're going to see a push for that development by the builders, which, which that particular development, I think it's actually a pretty good one. I think it makes sense for a lot of people. But the one in Valley Garden, I think, is also going to be... I think this is the year 2020 when we hear more about what they plan on doing. Because I got to tell you, even through all this time that they've been talking about doing a home development in the Valley Garden area, there's been a lot of... Uh, what's How can I put this? Um, not secret, because I don't believe that. There's been a lot of... Um, discussions behind closed doors that haven't come out yet. And I don't know if it's planned that way so that they can figure out first how to put a plan together before they put it to us or what. But I believe that 2020 is going to be the year when we're going to hear more about the potential development of Valley Garden into residential homes. And and I think they want to do residential homes and they also want to do some businesses in their retail and so forth. But they got to first change the zoning from open space that it is to residential. And I think that's going to be a tough one. I don't know how how well that's going to be received, but we'll see. But I think that's one to keep an eye on this year, 2020. And also the development between the Montefiore and the Hilton, that whole big area, the whole big lot where they want to build another hotel in addition to some residential and some senior housing. That's one to keep an eye on. That's not so bad. That's actually not a bad location. That makes a little more sense. But just to piggyback a little bit on the properties um, by Valley Gardens, I have actually talked to homeowners in that development that's around there, like Lockwood, off of Lockwood, who have said that it actually hasn't been a bad thing to have that lot vacant. And it's like buying a house with an empty lot behind you. So who knows what's going to happen with that one. So sorry I went back on that particular topic, but I forgot to make that point so another thing to watch in 2020 i believe that the hangar is going to be done and what i'm curious to see is what it's going to bring to our community via restaurants and entertainment and of course revenue because our city needs the revenue so i believe that the hangar will be completed by mid-year if not sooner i just think that it will in terms of building it now having it completely full with tenants in terms of restaurants and shops, whatever it's going to be. I don't know that that's, that's out of, you know, a lot of people's control that has to do with what people are going to want and how it's going to look. But I think that it's going to be really neat to see what the hangar finally does. And it's not a knock on the builder because this has been one of those things where things come up, you guys, everybody is like, Oh my gosh, they said it was going to be done by this. <laughs> we have to remember that sometimes things get in the way. Sometimes, you know, reports come out that uh, change things. And that happened a couple of times. But I do see it coming to fruition this year. I also think that there's going to be another discussion about the town center. Can I just say this? Can we just like scrap that idea? Unless they can come up with something really super awesome like they proposed maybe 20 years ago in terms of making it really a place where we can all congregate, hang out, have dinner and lunch with our family and kids and just walk over to Sky Park. Unless they're going to do something like that, let's not talk about it anymore. Let's. Consider expanding Sky Park areas, you know, just doing a few more things, making some nice parking areas and another drive through from Mount Hermon Road into Sky Park. I don't know. I think it, it could happen where the strip was. I, I just think that if we're going to talk about another town center that's going to be comprised of mostly all housing, just scrap the idea. Let's stop wasting our energy on that. Maybe just make that whole location nicer and cleaner. and Fix it up. Because we have a lot of venues that happen in Sky Park where there's no parking and, you know, things like that. I think it, I think it would do much better if we did that and concentrated on that rather than constantly being like the dog chasing its tail, you know, round and round and round and round and round it goes. And we're never going to get to a town center, I believe, that everyone's going to be happy with. And I think the only one that makes sense economically for a developer is one that we don't need here. So let's scrap that idea unless you can come up with something pretty spectacular. That's my thought. Another trend to watch in 2020 is what's going to happen with the Kmart location. We talked about this earlier and I'm not going to talk too much about it, but that's going to be a big one this year, guys. The end of February is when Kmart's supposed to close shop and people are wondering what's going to happen after that. That's a huge topic of discussion. And rightfully so. Rightfully so. It's going to... Um, I sure hope that the people at the city are going to continue to work towards a plan. I have a lot of faith in Derek. I think he's going to get out there and do what he can and try to bring something else to that location. But that's going to be a big topic. And if for some reason... They do find another tenant, that's going to be a big topic. Or they're able to look for tenants, that's going to be a big topic. But I think that big places like Trader Joe's, like REI, which I think REI would be just awesome to be there. REI, camping, hiking, you know, all those things. That's a great location. Look where we live in the Mecca of the mountains. People would love that. But I think all these big uh, stores or whatever it's going to be, they need to stop thinking of us as it's not economically feasible to open an office there or a building there. It is. It is. It could be very profitable for somebody to come in and bring their businesses here. And I think the decisions that a lot of these places like Trader Joe's and like other places that said, "Ah, we don't want to go there. That was based on what they knew years ago. They need to look at us again. And bring something really cool into that particular area. I personally think it'd be cool. REI or an Abbott Square, three or four or five different restaurants, something like that. Who knows? But anyways, I think that's going to be a huge topic. Also, Measure Z—the impact that it could make if it does not pass—and I'm not going to get into Measure Z too much right now. Not more than about ten seconds, because if you want to know more about Measure Z, just go back on a couple episodes and it'll. We can, or In fact, the previous episode that we had here, we had Derek Tim and uh, Tina Friend, uh, who's a city manager, and Derek Tim being a city councilman. We talked about the importance of Measure Z and the impact that it could have if it passes and if it doesn't pass. If you want to know more about that, that's a previous episode, the episode right before this one, so you can hear that. I'm not going to bore you with all that talk, but I think Measure Z will be huge, and the impact that it'll make if it does not pass will be, uh, will be rough. I believe that, but uh 2020, I also expect that we're going to have a pretty solid real estate market. I do. I think it's going to be a better real estate market. And I, I've been a realtor, like I said, 33, 34 years now. And I've seen the ups and downs of the market. And 2019 was a pretty decent market, but it wasn't a hot market like 2018 or 17 or 16. I think 2020 is going to be a hotter market than 2019. I don't think it's going to be flamethrower hot. But I think it's going to be a really active and strong market in 2020 in Scotts Valley and beyond. We have interest rates that are going to be coming down uh, based on predictions. People are talking about rates being down much lower than what they are. I think they'll probably hit rock bottom of 3.5 at the most, to five in that range. Maybe even a little more, but that's a great interest rate. And you put that in the mix of the location where we live in, all the jobs, and being in the mecca of, of technology, which is Silicon Valley being 30-minute drive from here, I expect that there will be a really solid demand and there will be a continued demand for housing here in the Scotts Valley area and SLV, Felton, Boulder Creek, Ben Lomond. I see it. I'm already seeing it. I'm already seeing that. So expect it. And um, I think home buyers who... Are looking to buy a house in the Scotts Valley area need to really just, you know, get your pre-approval going and be ready for the right opportunity and don't mess around because I think this is going to be a good year for home sellers in the area. So those are my predictions for, or maybe just trends to watch in 2020. And also my discussions of the top stories of 2019 in the Scotts Valley area I really appreciate all of you tuning into this podcast and just being a part of the My Scotts Valley Facebook page. I really appreciate it because you know what? If it wasn't for you, it wouldn't work. I'm just one guy. All of you are the ones who, whether you're tuning into a podcast or whether you're visiting our Facebook page at My Scotts Valley and commenting and sharing information, because of you, it works. Because of you, it works. It works. And soon we'll be having an awesome discussion with my wife, Monica, and uh, Valley Churches United Missions is going to come on and we're going to chat. Out. Hopefully we'll try to make it in the next episode. We'll see if, if we can collaborate the, the timing and everything. But we're going to talk about the Secret Santa program that happened. I think we were able to, and I say we, W-E, capital letters, we as a whole entire community. I thought that was pretty cool. You all stepped up and made a difference, but I'm looking forward to having them on one of our next shows talking about the 15 families that reached out and needed help with the Secret Santa program and all of you amazing people from Scotts Valley and beyond that stepped up and helped these people and made their holiday season one of the best i have ever had. The letters we got were like tear-jerking. I'm like, wow, I can't believe people are having these type of struggles in our area, and they are. It's very real. The struggle is very real. But we're going to have um, Valley Churches United Missions here on our show, along with Monica, who helped me uh, coordinate the uh, Secret Santa program this year and then over the past couple, three years. And we're going to talk about some of the needs that are needed throughout the year, not just the holiday season. So a lot more cool stuff coming up. i got a great conversation coming up soon with Johnny Holman, Scotts Valley Police Department uh, retired sergeant. He is the officer who was involved and did the chase for the bank robber That robbed Bank of America a few years ago, three years ago, actually, their anniversary is coming up. So he's gonna come on in one of the next couple shows, uh, next one or two shows, and we're gonna talk about his experience, how it happened, how it all went down, and much, much more. I'm looking forward to an awesome 2020 doing these podcasts with you uh, or with you and uh, for you. And I'm looking forward to a great, great year of uh, continued communication with all of you. And I wanna invite you to reach out to me if you say, hey, Robert, Can you talk about this following topic or can you look into this? Just send me an email to robert at robertaldana.com. That's robert at robertaldana.com. Aldana spelled A-L-D-A-N-A. Tell me what you want to hear on our podcast. I'll do my best to bring that to you. Again, I want to wish you all an awesome 2020. Thank you for tuning in. And I look forward to reaching out and talking to you a lot more this year. So happy new years, everyone. And take care.